You are listening to the Her Money Matters podcast, episode 65. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, motivational money coach, Jen Hemphill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. Hey, y'all, you are here and it is September. Well, it's September if you're listening to this as it is released or shortly thereafter, but I'm excited because my boys finally start school in a week. And don't get me wrong, I love my boys and I love spending time with them. I love having them at home, but for just different time spurts, right? Not a whole summer because the thing is this summer we haven't really had a consistent routine. Well, I guess what summers do you have a consistent routine, but usually we have a better routine than we've had this summer. Uh, So I'm really, really looking forward to just having a better routine even though we'll have to get up even earlier, uh, just especially my son has to be in the bus stop like at 6.30 in the morning. Crazy, crazy. So this month in the month of September and the spirit of back to school, we're going to be covering some topics like first generation college students and the implications of what they need to know about um, money. Uh, we're going to talk about student loans. And actually, that's going to be such a juicy episode that I'm doing it in two parts. So there's a part one, uh, and then there's a part two. And then we're also going to have a special episode as well, where we hear from you and some of your money advice that you would give to someone who is starting off on their own, whether going to college or just uh, getting in their uh, in the real world after high school. So I'm excited to uh, put that together as well. Today, though, we're going to talk about a slightly touchy subject, or maybe more than slightly, depending on how you feel. Uh, And that is why we don't talk to our kids about money. So in today's episode, we will talk about the one huge but simple reason you aren't talking to your kids about money. And we're also going to share with you an easy tip to just gauge your child's current knowledge on money. And I'm going to share with you really three painless actions that you can take to make conversations easier and to set up a good foundation for your kids, no matter what age they're at, right? Uh, It's never, never too late uh, to start these conversations, to start uh, teaching them things about money. But before we get into today's show, I want to recognize one of our members of our Her Money Matters community. Her name is Brittany, and I'm really, really excited for Brittany because she recently shared with us that she paid all of her credit card debt, and I can't just seeing her excitement. Just it was, it was really just touching. Uh, So, Brittany, I want to just give you a huge congratulations on such a remarkable achievement. I know you worked hard at it. And actually, just so you know, that Brittany wrote a blog, um, three different blogs. So a three part series. And I'll be sure to put that link in the show notes for you to check out and just for you to tell her congratulations and just tell her a good job. So celebrate with me. So Brittany, keep it up. I'm so excited for you. So now let's go ahead and get on to uh, today's show. So the real reason, 
And you probably guessed it, but maybe you haven't verbalized it. You just know you have your gut feeling. But the real reason you aren't talking about money to your kids is boils down to a lack of confidence with your money. That's plain and simple. You can definitely be confident. It's not um, that you're not confident in other areas. You can definitely be confident in other areas. But when it comes to money, that's when you cringe. Maybe you even feel ashamed. Um, Maybe you feel that you'll do them a disservice and teach them wrong. The reality of the matter is that you most absolutely need to talk to your kids about money. If you aren't feeling good about your money situation, by avoiding talking to them about money, it really opens up the window for them to repeat that cycle that you gave them that example of. Think about it. When we talk about cycles of uh, when we grew up, we don't want to let's say there was something our parents did or how our parents handle things that we don't want to repeat. Sometimes we're aware of it and we don't repeat it. Uh, Other times it's not talked about and we repeat those cycles, right? So that's why it's really, really important. Even if you're not feeling that good about your money situation, if you're not uh, feeling that confident, you have to find a way. One of the ways that you can become more confident is listening to this podcast, putting some things into action, talking to other people. Actually, before you even talk to other people, even it's just surround yourself with like-minded people. A great place for it is our Her Money Matters community. It's free. It's on Facebook. And you can join that at jenhempill.com forward slash community. So just take baby steps. So just really, really important. Again, if you don't talk to them and it just really opens up the window for them to repeat that cycle that maybe you, if it's not a good cycle, if it's not anything that you're feel good about, uh, you, that you don't want them to repeat. Because think about it, that is all they know. So you are setting that example, you, the, what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're managing, what they see, that is what they know. Uh, and that is their basis of what they're going to do because they're learning from example and you are that example. So very, very important. And the other thing to consider is that in schools, it varies very, it really greatly how much they teach about money, about personal finance, especially, you know, at least in the US. I can't speak for Canada or Australia or England or other countries across the world. So you'll have to let me know. I'd love to know actually <laughs> uh, how much or how little personal finance is taught in schools. So in the States, it's just, it varies greatly what they teach about money. And I actually cover this in episode 32. So that's episode 32, jenhempill.com forward slash 32. I share with you some statistics and more in detail about what is taught in schools in regards to financial literacy. And even though there's not necessarily one way to... Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you teach your child. And I'm t- when I'm talking about your child, I'm talking about a young child, a, a teenager, like 
at all ages. It doesn't matter. Um, there's not one particular way, of course, when teaching them, you do have to consider the age, uh, be aware of what they can and can't understand, especially in the younger years, right? So again, there's no one way. There's not one correct way. What's really, really important and critical is just to make the effort in teaching them, right? Because it's better to make that effort in teaching them and talking to them than to make no effort at all, right? I'm sure you agree with that. So one thing that you can do to have a better conversation, to talk to your kids about money is to involve them in making decisions. Does that mean they have to make, have the final say in the decisions? No, but it really means just involving in those decisions. So for example, for back to school, uh, I've been doing this the past few years. I have my oldest do the quote unquote window shopping online for all the back to school supplies. So he gets on the website of Amazon Target. And I think this year he also checked out Staples because earlier in August they were really having some good deals. But so I have him in charge of that. And he actually does a spreadsheet of the different supplies that they need, the store and the cost. And he's able to compare and really see the difference in prices. And he's able to tell. So I let him tell me where we need to buy these things at. Uh, Of course, and I confirm, make sure um, all of that, but he's usually uh, on the mark with that. So that's an area. Uh, You can get involved in grocery shopping, again, depending on the age of the child uh, with college if your kid is uh, going away to college, uh, if they're living in the dorm, if they're, uh, or maybe they're living in an apartment, get them involved in knowing the cost of the, whether the apartment, the dorm, the, the food. Uh, I know dorm living is a little bit different, but get them involved in all that. Buying the furniture or not the, you know, well, well yeah, furniture beds and things to furnish uh, the dorm or their apartment. So get them involved uh, and ask questions. That is really the thing. So here, that's where you are able to talk to them and have those conversations. So ask those questions. Um, ask why would they dis, uh, make this per- uh, a certain decision? Uh, so why would they decide over purchasing A over B or whatever the case may be in your scenario. So it really will give you some insight as to what they're thinking. Besides thinking that it really gives them, gives you other opportunity to know what they know, what they don't know, what they understand, what they don't understand. And again, just ask the question, why? And that's just a really a, a simple question when you see them reasoning as to, well, we should do this or we should do that. Why? Why is such a great question? So doing this, as I mentioned, you'll get to understand better what your child knows already about money. And it teaches your child, no matter the age, and I'm saying child, but this is all ages, to be at ease when talking about money. So that's the second thing that it teaches. And that's something that you want your child to have is that confidence to be talking freely about money, especially if you haven't had that confidence yourself. And some really uh, 
activities, some simple, just painless activities that you can do. One is to be aware of what you're saying. So if you catch yourself saying things like, we can't afford this, or we're broke, or we'll never be able to buy that in front of them, forgive yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. But the idea is to catch yourself and correct it to a better phrase. So if you're saying we can't afford this, you can correct it to a better phrase like, let's see how we can make this happen. Okay. So make it more of a positive tone phrase. Uh, And it's incredible what happens in the shift when you change that phrase, what happens in the brain and it gets your brain start thinking of ways to make it happen. And another thing that you can do is to really become aware of what your child's school teaches and what it doesn't teach in personal finance. Uh, So call the school. Maybe they have that information online. The real important thing here is just to be aware of what they teach, what they don't teach. Uh, And you can ask your kid questions, or maybe if they don't teach, uh, you can supplement. And I'll put in the show notes a great site uh, that you can... um, I also share that in the other episode that I mentioned earlier, but there is a great site where it shares different activities that you can do with your child to help them learn about money. And again, when you ask the kids, your kids questions as far as what they're learning in school about whether budgeting, about the checkbook or wherever else in credit cards or whatever else they're teaching, always ask the question, why do you think this? Or why do you feel this way? It's such a great question for a deeper conversation. And it's an easy way to have a better conversation and The other thought is it can also be payback for their toddler years when they repeated the question, why so many times? I remember those days. And another thing that you can do, an easy thing that you can do is go to your local library, look for books that talk about money, that teaches money. It can be books and storybooks. Um, they definitely have those for younger kids and even a little o- older kids. Uh, and in the show notes, I will share a list of books that you can look for. Uh, just It's not obviously a full-fledged list, but it's just uh, it'll give you some uh, books to look for in the different age groups from the younger years to like almost the teenage years. So That is a super easy way to have more money conversations because they read the book or you read the book to them and you can definitely come up with questions and have those money conversations. And that just makes it easier to talk about money. So I hope that you have found that helpful and that it makes it easier for you to talk to your kids about money. And it's doing these things. It's going to make you more confident. It's going to ease just not just talking about money to your kids, but just talking, having those money conversations in general, uh, whether with your spouse, maybe another family member, friends, or just you it's so important uh, just to have that confidence. So that is it for today. I appreciate you taking your time on your busy schedule to join me and be sure to check out the show notes for those different things I mentioned at jenhempill.com forward slash 
65. So thanks again for listening and we'll talk again next Thursday.